All right, welcome back to the We're Woke Podcast. My name is Demetrius Brooks, and today my guest is uh, Jonathan. Introduce yourself, Jonathan. What's up, everybody? Uh, my name is John Griffin. Uh, I'm a pro MMA fighter. And yeah. Where, where are you from? Like, where uh, are you originally, originally Houston, Texas. Now I live in Indianapolis. Um, lived in Terre Haute, Indiana for a while before that. And how long have you been doing MMA? Uh, started training in 2011, so nine years. Nine years, okay. What made you want to start MMA? Um, well, I was always an athlete. I, I grew up playing sports. I didn't really want to, though. Like, I was forced to play sports. I wanted to be an artist and, like, play music and perform and do different little shit like that. You do and you play after, the guitar and stuff, right? Do what? You play the guitar, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was in a band, and, like, so, like, when I got out of football, in 10th grade, I was like, fuck this, I'm, I want to be a performer. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of got disillusionized with the music industry and how it all worked. And uh, sports, kind of, MMA is kind of both. Right. It's like rock star and athlete at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I got out of fighting what I got out of playing music and what I got out of playing football. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, I, I, I'll be real, I ain't never thought about doing MMA. My thing is, like, I, if I could go back, I would probably just did boxing. I'm just not a fan of people kicking. I always yeah. had weak-ass ankles, dog. I used to sprain my ankle every time I played basketball. Like, we played five-on-five, like, full-court basketball. About three, four games, and I end up spraining my ankle because I'm just too clumsy. So I always tell myself I could never do it. I would say I could never do it, but I just never felt like – I couldn't imagine somebody kicking me and putting me to sleep. And somebody right. seeing that shit on YouTube, like, fuck well, that. I don't bro. imagine that either, man. <laughs> that, that, yeah. That's not the plan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, like, in my head, that, that's the only thing that's stuck in my head. Like, I know I'm not – you never know. You'll run into the wrong person, and they might just drop kick your ass one time. You'd be out cold, so. It happens sometimes. Well, yeah, most <laughs> definitely. I've seen a lot of fights like that. I've actually had two boxing matches. I trained boxing every bit as much as I've trained in MMA. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's that's important too, especially like with the stand-up game. So if you ain't standing up, then man, how know. to fight, how to train. Boxers got it down. They've been doing it for hundreds of years. So mm-hmm. boxing is a really solid. They don't you don't consider it a martial art, but it is a martial art. Oh yeah, most definitely. Most Who's definitely. better at punching somebody in the face? Really, exactly. Boxing. Okay. I preach boxing every day to like every younger guy. I'm like, you're not boxing, you're not. You don't know how to move. You don't know how to punch. Mm-hmm. We're all like a lot of MMA guys. Just when you see him, who was Joe Benavidez that last card? He just trying to throw up. and he just got, even Jose Aldo, he had good hands mm-hmm. for that last fight. Even though he tried takedowns. Yeah, he he, he, he he did a lot of shit he should have did that fight. But I was, it's about time for him to hang it up because that. Ah, see, I disagree. I just the why was he shooting double leg? He. Was piecing dude up on the feet, just landing those one twos all day, mm-hmm. and then shoot takedown, get fucked up. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what he is thinking. <laughs> all right, so let's uh, we're gonna start it off with the the quote of the day, and the quote of the day is one one day or day one you decide. So, what that means to me is, um, I feel like a lot of times people in general just make a lot of excuses. Like you can, you can talk to one of your friends, like, hey, when are you going to start this job? Or when are you going to start working towards this goal? And they buy, uh, I'll, I'll probably start one of these days, probably like in another week or so. But you can either you can either do that or else that day that somebody asks you, that could be that day one start that you just started by, you know what, I'm going to start waiting because 
tomorrow is not promised. Let me go ahead and knock this out right now. Like, how you feel about that? Yeah, definitely. You know, one day never comes. Someday never comes. Like, tomorrow is always tomorrow. Right. Even if it's today. Like, it's still tomorrow. You're never going to get there. So you have to set a date. You have to really go. Like, that's, that's what's cool about, like, having MMA. Like, I have a date. All right, this day I'm fighting this guy. Mm. I have to get ready for this. Not like, oh, I'm going to, like, right, that's where I'm fucked up right now with the whole corona thing. Like, I don't have a date. Right. What the fuck do I do with myself? Mm-hmm. Just got to keep on training, man. Keep training yeah. hard. No, I'm just taking this opportunity to add to the skill set. And actually, and GSP was talking about that when he retired. He's like, I can train for me to learn more stuff, not just what I do well and keep doing that. Because when you're in camp all the time, it's just sharpening your own blade. Same blade, get it sharper, get it sharper. I want to get a new blade. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, most definitely. All right, let me see. Uh, so with the bars of the day, let me see who I had. So this rapper said, you probably already know this song. You a superstar, boy, why you still up in the hood? What in the world is in that bag? What you got in that bag? A couple of cans of whoop ass. You did a good ass job of just iron me, spying me. Oh, that's that's ludicrous. Roll out. <laughs> that word of mouth album changed my whole, oh, I got in so much trouble because of that of my, album. That's one of my favorite albums, bro. Like when that when that album first dropped, I, um, back when, you recall, you're a little bit younger than me, LimeWire and BearShare. Yeah, I remember those. Man, I downloaded that album. I was selling that CD at school for like $5 a piece, and they is loving Ludacris' album. Well, Most people ain't I, Ludacris. I got that one for Christmas from my dad and stepmom. My oh, stepdad, okay. and then when I got home to my mom's house, my stepdad put it in the big CD player in the living room, and the first line of that album is, the royal penis is clean, your highness. Thank you, king shit. Turned that shit off on you. Yeah. <laughs> I was in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. yeah I, I fuck with Luda. I like the old school Luda. After he started making movies and stuff, yeah, I like he went away from his craft a little bit. Yeah. I, I haven't I, I ain't really been checking for him, but he had a song about a month ago that he dropped. It was like a like one of those Black Lives Matter type of songs. Like, yeah. Stuff going I, did, I didn't I, I heard something about it I don't even know I got caught up in a, like a lot of this shit mm -hmm. during all the whole protest and everything I was very I, active yeah I, I remember that I, I seen a couple of videos of you out there and stuff oh, salute shit, you for that man. but I, I just it's like it's just a crazy world a lot of people don't a lot of people just don't understand it or they just don't want to understand it the way I see yeah. it yeah so, and it's like if unless you live in that world you really don't see it and they don't want to know Exactly. All right, so let, let's get into a little sports. The first topic I want to talk about, as you know, I just seen you post this a, a little while ago. Mike Tyson is coming, up, making a comeback, and Roy Jones, they have agreed to a fight. I want to say they fight in September, September 24th or October 24th. Something like that. It's, it's yeah. been a couple months. But I, I, think, I just um, saw a thing today that said they were not allowed to knock each other out. What does that mean? What if one of them gets hurt in the second round? Are you gonna, like, does the other guy lose? Is, uh, like, there's so many rules in boxing. Like, what is it, like, a KO, KO, TKO, standing eight count, dirt? It's, damn. When yeah, they I said exhibition match, they, I mean, people should already kind of knew that it was gonna be that, not fight. They're like, oh, they're gonna fight. I'm like, no, they said exhibition match. They're gonna spar. Eight rounds, right? Yeah, they're, they're gonna spar. It's gonna be cool. Yeah, I'm still gonna watch it regardless. Oh hell yeah! I want to see him move around. Roy Jones, 
Mm-hmm. That, would, that would have been when, like, just thinking about, like, about, let me see when it is, and they both was in their prime, because they only about four years apart from each other. Yeah, they just barely, like, like here. Mm-hmm. They could overlap a little bit had Tyson not went. Well, I mean, you know his story. Everything kind of happened. Life happened to Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. All right, so I want to – what would be your prediction if they would have fought 20 years ago? If they would have fought both in a prime, who do you think would have won that fight? Mike Tyson, hands down. Um, Mike Tyson. Yeah, Roy Jones just had too many openings. Like, he was good moving backwards, and, like, he never jabbed. Like, he just kind of left himself open to somebody like Mike Tyson who's fast, can close the distance, land the body hook, head hook. Like, he was a good combo thrower. Mm-hmm. Towards Roy Jones kind of just land bombs move. Exactly. So current day, present day, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones, who you got for this fight? I'd have to, I haven't seen Roy Jones move around. I have seen Mike Tyson move around, but if Roy got some videos out, they they just posted some videos about like a week ago. He's still moving around. But I'm I'm going me personally, I just gotta go with Tyson, man, because Tyson's like one of my fa- Ali is my favorite all time, but right after him is Tyson, and that's because I just like no, the my Tyson for, for me is yeah he's my number one just with everything like he was so Tyson is you said? yeah yeah Tyson okay like I was eight years old when Holyfield happened but like it was oh. just kind of like one of those things that uh, he growing up and understanding him more mm-hmm. like um, I think that he's in a better place mentally now than he ever has been. Mm-hmm. So with that right there, there's already like going to do. Plus, he's got the technique. He learned perfect. He's an Olympian. Mm-hmm. Like, you really can't even. I'm trying not to say like too much, but you can't really uh, like, forget about that. You can't unlearn that shit. Not at all. Nah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just. I'm about dying in the ring. I'm gonna be real with you because both of them dudes get hit, but I just feel like. They just had an interview. Tyson had an interview with Sugar Ray Leonard. I, I posted on my Facebook like a week ago, and he was just talking about how he feel like he's a bitch now, like present day, that he's let p- so many people slide, and that he just want to go back to that. He he missed the old him where if somebody talks shit here, just knock him clean out. So yeah. when, he, when he said that, that shit put fear in me. I felt like it was about to be me and him fighting. I was like, I don't want no part of Tyson ass. But I'm I'm in fear for Roy Jones, but like you said, they said they can't be a knockout or whatever. So I don't I don't know how you're gonna dumb it down. You can't you can't expect neither one of them guys to come out there and fight eighty percent. They coming out there one hundred fifty percent. Yeah, maybe 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 hook to the body. That and you know Tyson hooks <laughs> nasty to the body, man. Like I didn't see him. They, look, they said that it felt like somebody hit him with bricks. He would break boxing, like punch bags. He would explode them. Yeah, that. You put him down the body hook. I mean, what are you gonna get? You can't get that mad, really. You're like, ah, liver. Exactly. Yeah. Um. I don't, I'm just hoping, like, for their age, both of them 50 plus, 50 and 54. I, I just hope that they both make it out the ring, all right. But I hope it go a couple of rounds. I don't, I don't see it going a couple of rounds, but hopefully we can get at least two or three rounds out of both of them. Well, when's the last time either one of them fought for real? Because I think that has a lot to do with your brain coming back. Like, you can heal. If you're actually, if you're not eating bullshit, like, if you have a good diet, you regenerate all those cells every few years. But, you know, Rory's still been active. He, he just stopped boxing about four, about three or four years ago. Well, I think Mike Tyson probably has the advantage then as far yeah. as being able to take a shot. 
Because mm-hmm. really, how long has it been since Tyson? What, 15, 20 years? It's been, I, what, 2000, early 2000, maybe? I was thinking maybe like six, oh six. When did Tyson lose? Yeah, because I remember, the, I think the last duty fight was like Kevin McBride or something like that. Now that was a, that was that fight that when he um, you can tell he is off his medicine, but he sat down in the corner after he got punched or something. It's just some weird shit to happen. I just started googling, and this is Mike Tyson. Did you ever watch Mike Tyson Mysteries, the cartoon? No, I, I heard oh, it. it was on Adult Swim. It was so funny. It's like Scooby Doo, but with Mike Tyson. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, that um, it was heard. bird and, and Norm Macdonald was the voice of the bird. Hell no. Nah. All right, so 11, 2005 was 2005. So 15 years of not getting punched. They probably could take a shot now. I oh most definitely. Oh shit, we're gonna see. All right, so let's uh let me see. Let's talk about some of the fights from the other night. Um let's get to um I don't even know how to say this dude's name, but he was saying did did you see the beginning of the of the card, the main card? I saw, I'm trying to think. I was watching, who was on it? The only fight I really remember was Gustafson. They had the um, Cowboy Oliveira fault. Was it Peter Sabata or something like that? Paul Craig fault. Carlos Sparza. Gust- I think I got in, I think I started watching during the Carlos Sparza fight. Okay. Who did she fight? Uh, Marina, Marina Rodriguez. And Rodriguez oh. fucked her up. No, no, Carla came yeah. back. Carla won? I don't even yeah. remember them. Yeah. I think I was on the phone. No. She, she was losing. Carla was losing that first round, but then she started working on the takedowns. I want to say she got about two or three takedowns after that and pretty much just laid on her and beat up on her a little yeah. bit. Kelvin Gasoline got heel hooked, right? That Gasoline, yeah. That was all. That was crazy. Yeah, I think I only watched a couple of those fights on that card. Now I think about it. I'm thinking of a different card. Did Did you see the the Shogun versus was that Little Nog or Big Nog? Antonio. It was, little, it was Little Nog. That's Little Nog. Yeah. What do you feel about that fight? Because I, I think Little Nog said that he want his final fight. He wanted to have um he wanted to have it with Shogun because that was the 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 trilogy. Well. I think that 205 is just the shit division. I've been saying that forever. Minus Bones Jones, right? Pretty much. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm, I think that whole division just kind of sucks. Gustafson proved it the other night when he went up to heavyweight. He he embarrassed himself. I think he going, because he said he was retiring, I thought. And he came Uh, back back to, moved up to heavyweight because he just felt like he can't beat Bones Jones, I guess. Yeah, maybe it's, and it's a that's a, even in the regional circuit you don't see that many two hundred fivers. So it's like if you get a few pro wins two hundred five here in the UFC, right? Then it's like you got to fight John Jones in three fights. Some of those guys are pretty good, but who Glover Teixeira? Like all the it's all old dudes. What about um Reyes? Is Dominic Reyes? Do you think he was legit with Jones that fight? He hung with them on the feet. But yeah. he did not take him down. People talk think that he won, but you got taken down what three times? Yeah. So well, yeah. if that if you only outstruck him by a few strikes and got taken down three times, that means you lose. Right. And that, that's why I be trying to see like 
me, I'm I'm just an MMA watcher. I know, mm-hmm. like, with, with you, you're an MMA fighter, so you know what a win in each fight and stuff. But, like, with some of my friends, like, if I'm watching the fights, I try to tell them, like, if you're not winning on, if you're not winning in the stand-up, if you don't get no takedowns, you're not going to win that fight, especially if you fight, like, a championship type of person, like, a champion, a contender. Yeah, yeah. you can't take the belt from somebody who took you down three times. Yeah, it's not, it's not going to work that way. But most, I guess most people don't understand that. And then uh, the last was the main co- the main fighter that was Darren Till versus Robert Whitaker. The um, yeah Whitaker won that fight, but uh, Till definitely hung with him. Like we was speaking on that, he he was hanging with him. Do you feel like this is a division for him though? I think it is. I think that he's just gonna have to get a little more with the punches. Can't be so kick heavy, because in MMA you I, like I said it goes back to what I was talking about with boxing. Like if you yeah, you can land one kick, but I can land three punches while you land a kick. Mm-hmm. It's like I've knocked dudes out throwing kicks on me that just land cross right in the middle. It's open. Right. Can move better. I think if he changes his game up a little bit, he could really be a force to be reckoned with at 185. He just – Robert Whitaker was a champ for a long time. Beat Yo Romero like twice. Mm-hmm. One time, I don't know, it was arguable, but – yeah, one of them was pretty close. Yeah, Stylebender just short him, though. Stylebender is my favorite. Yeah, Stylebender is a – so how do you think he's going to do against Costa? I think Costa's going to chase him and get punched in the face. That's what you feel? Uh-huh. I'm, I'm hoping the same thing because that dude is – he looks like he's too damn big for the division, too. How is he not flagged for steroids every day? That he, guy – 95? Yeah, look at him. He – that's he. That, that's the division one eighty five, right? Yeah. He's no no way in here. So he probably walk around like two twenty five, two thirty or something. How tall is he? All across the height. He he like six something. He gotta be at least six six one or something. Probably even bigger than that. But just seeing him compared to a lot of people, that shit ain't even fair. Because yeah. even with well, other- I mean, that's that's why we cut weight. People are like, why you cut weight? He's six feet. Six feet. Six feet. That's he- why you cut weight. He need to go up to at least light heavyweight or something. That that give a little bit of competition. God damn. So uh, with yeah. this this card this week, let me see. It's a few. Co- I, this is the only thing I don't like about UFC. I don't know how to pronounce a lot of these people' name. But um, <laughs> they got a uh, Kevin Kevin Holland versus Trevin Gills. I've seen both of them fight before. You you I seen any of them fight before? I don't think so. What about was that Lando Venata versus Bobby Green? Bobby Green. Yeah, Bobby, yeah, that should be a good one. Yeah, Bobby Green's good. One fifty five. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah, that should be yeah, a Green's good. One. good. He'll put on a fight. He does. He's kind of like just engage you a little bit. Like he'll just go out there and fight if he does, if he loses he's big deal. Bang and shit, right? And you say like, put on a good fight. I can sleep at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the main event, they got Derek Bronson versus Edmund Shabazian. Shabazian, you heard of him? Two hundred five. No, I think they middleweight. Derek Bronson? Did he go down? He's kind of moving. He's kind of moving back and forth. Yeah, he he ranked number eight in middleweight, and then um, the dude he's fighting is eleven and zero. He number nine. Edmund Shabazian. Yeah, I, I, I can't say that shit. <laughs> Strap is in. So who do you think gonna win that main event right there? 
Oh, man, it's kind of hard to count out Brunson. Didn't Brunson beat Machida? I think so. Yeah, he knocked out Machida. Um, Silva. Well, he was he respected Silva too much. He could have beat Silva. He was kind of like in awe. And that's what uh, Stylebender didn't do. He was like, I don't give a fuck about Anderson Silva no more. No, I ain't gonna lie. I thought Stylebender was going thought he was going to do him bad, though. But it was like, you can tell like he still had. He, he went. I loved watching the whole build up to that one because like it showed him how like comparing the two and the like the dance and the move like uh, dude, was, he got me fucking like that's, yeah. that's what I do. that's my obsession now. Yeah, he 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 funny as shit, man. <laughs> Our, um, so do you you watch any basketball? Not since Tim Duncan retired. Oh yeah, you about to say you a Spurs man. So tonight, yeah. oh man, and it sucks because the new way of the super teams kind of destroyed fundamental basketball and ruin the Spurs, like he fucking Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that dude, he a dog, man. He is, and he was, a, he was already champion. He needed to just stay with the team, let Coach Pop build up a new one. He was gonna. But you know what happened there, right? He was, he is having a couple of injuries with his knee and stuff. And Papa yeah. wasn't trying to let him sit out. Like he wanted him to continue playing. And Kawhi pretty much was like, you know what? I feel like my injuries, my health is more important than playing right now. So if you're not gonna let me sit, just get rid of me. So that's, that's why they, crazy for Popovich. He usually bench dudes forever. Yeah, and then for him to leave that same year and go win a championship with a team, like that shit is just unbelievable. And then that good man. Yeah, it was Finals MVP like his second year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like that was. Did you know that he wasn't being beat the Heat like that? Like. Pacers? Huh? Did you know that he got drafted to the Pacers? Did he? Yeah. And they traded him to the Spurs for um, George Hill. George Hill. Yeah. George Hill, man. So just well, George Hill wanted to be in Indiana though, because he went to Purdue. Yeah, he went there. So I mean, it, it made a lot of sense. But just looking at the impact of the game now, Leonard is probably top. He's top five right now. Oh yeah, he's a monster. Does yeah. he have the biggest hands in the NBA? They, it'd be so weird, like, watching basketball, because that's all they talk about. Like, he could go up for a layup. Oh, my God, look at his hands. Like, they'd be going crazy over this man's hands. Can you imagine if he just slapped the dog shit out of somebody? <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's a nice guy. I, like, I've been waiting for somebody to piss him off in the playoffs or something, but he don't let nobody get to him. He just let his game do the talking. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. So, um, tonight is the my, – my favorite team, the Lakers, they play the Clippers tonight. This the, is the official – First night back, they're doing eight games, and then they're moving it right into the playoffs. So I'm hoping that the Lakers beat the Clippers because the Clippers have beat them two times already this year. So they're gonna make they're gonna seed the playoffs based on the rankings of yeah. after those eight games. Yeah. So they they're only doing eight more games because on the East they have they got nine teams that can make it right now. They, you know, you got to be down to eight teams. And then with the West, they had ten teams that could make it, but the ten through ten through seven, they're like two or three games apart. So they only doing eight games, and yeah, they moving into the playoffs in another week. Yeah. So um, that's cool. Who, who you think as far as NBA? I don't, you said you don't watch that much, but who? What team you think will win this year? I mean, I'm gonna have to just go with Toronto because Leonard. No, he he with um he with the Clippers. Mm-hmm. 
He's with the Clippers now. Yeah, he got traded to the. Well, he not. He. Oh, well, he this game tonight. I'm gonna have to watch that. Yeah, you might have to watch this one because well, he won. He won a championship there and then moved again. Is that just like the style now? That's what players do. No, it's just. I guess he didn't want to be in Toronto, but yeah. In, uh, going in from way. Texas to Canada would be a hard, a hard move. Yeah, but it's. I would say it's it's somewhat like that because if you look at it, all the top players and well, not all of them, but. Majority of the top players in the league, they're looking to go build up with another another team that got a, a superstar right there. So that's why he went to the Clippers. But he said he was only going to Clippers if Paul George got traded there. So Paul George got traded to the Clippers too. Oh, okay. That's how they put it together. Who's who's LeBron got with him? Anthony Davis. Anthony. Davis. He got he got the best power forward in the league, and then Kawhi and Paul George, they both top five. Shit, pretty much every category. Um, yeah, they both two-way players. They offense and defense. So, yeah, I don't, yeah I don't they're know. both in the West. You said what? I said, and they're both in the West, huh? So, who yeah. cares about the East Coast? Exactly. <laughs> I've always said that too. Yeah, East Coast so. basketball is always second tier until LeBron went to the Heat. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this going. I'm definitely looking forward to that. But it, I think they play tonight at. So nine o'clock Eastern. I'm. I probably watch it when I get down there. Uh, let me see. So what what type of music you listen to these days, bro? Um, lately, mostly it's been like trap and then like Latino trap, almost exclusively. So who would be Latino trap? Like Bad Bunny, Unwell, Archangel. There's a whole bunch of them. There's like a whole Mambo Kings. What what um what other trap? Like rap music, track music? Um, like uh, Lil Baby or Juice World. Okay. Those two lately, kind of the most. So you heard uh, Juice World's new album? Was that his new music he got out? I heard it, my buddy played one song at training the other day. Mm-hmm. Is that that one? Uh, what was that? I was just listening to it actually. It's on my likes. Yeah, he probably like he's probably, got like guitar in the background a lot, and I'm like, hell yeah, this motherfucker can play. He died, right? Yeah. Yeah, was, I didn't get into him until after. Oh, okay. Yeah, my my nephew was telling my nephew like five. No, he's five or six, and he was telling me about him. I didn't even know who he was, and I just started. I heard a few of his songs, but it was cool. Come and go. Yeah, that was the one that I've been listening to a lot. Okay. Um, have you heard of Currency before? Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. Well, he, he used to rap with um, Lil Wayne back in the day. He, he is one of those rappers that like. Back then, that there's like, oh, this rapper is taking his style. He's trying to rap like him. They some people felt like Lil Wayne was still in his style back then, but he still make music. But I just wanted to say, um, he got an album out called Outrunners, and a few songs off of that I heard was Offloading, Golden Chrome, and Seven Seas and a Coop. He just it's like about nine or ten tracks on there, but if you're trying to listen to anything different, something new or whatever, just ooh, I got a good one. Uh, Thundercat. 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 Yeah, it's a song called Dragon Ball Do Rag, and it's like old funk. Who is this by? Thundercat. Thundercat. Who is Thundercat? It's kind of like if you almost remind you know that feels like summer. Charles Gambino. Feels like summer. Yeah. That's the one he had like that. It's like it's funk. Like it's heavy bass line driven. Like he sounds like Huggy Bear rolling up in his fucking what's it called again? Dragon Ball Do Rag. Dragon Ball 
All right, I'm a friend at work told me about it, and I was like, what? That's a weird Dragon Ball Do-Ray. That shit. It's a, it's about that too. <laughs> oh, okay. He sings all high pitch. It's it's good. <laughs> You're gonna watch the video. He's got this iced out Vegeta piece on his chain. Oh shit! So they doing it all like that? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so for what else I have for music? Oh, so on Instagram they've been doing the versus battles. You heard of that? Like the little rap battles. They pick twenty. Each artist pick twenty songs. They just go back to back with it. Have you heard of that? I heard. I saw that you were talking about it, but I haven't listened to any of them. Oh, okay. So last week they had a uh, DMX versus Snoop Dogg. Who you think won that? Well, are you going lyrical content? No, they not... just they just going song for song. Like it's just pretty much it's about the, Who, the who's better, like just song per song. Yeah. Oh man, they're so different. How can you compare yeah. them? But it's it's still. They different, but it's still a close one. Like it's the perfect combination, like the perfect matchup to me. Yeah, DMX and Snoop. Talking career wise, or just who? Man, just whoever who produced the best hits, pretty much. Well, when Snoop Dogg teamed up with Pharrell, it's really hard to fight anything that they did together. Yeah, and that's come like even like with I, I like his music with Dr. Dre better because that's like. I was a shorty back then. I was like five, six, been oh, yeah. juice and shit. But then, like with the Pharrell, like drop it like it's hot, beautiful, all those songs, like them oh, all. Oh, man. Uh, holds that from the Trips to the Palace album. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, unfortunately, Snoop lost this battle. He yeah. lost. Uh, see, I can understand that too, though, because I mean, you ever heard the lyrics to "Blood on My Hands"? Like, DMX is a motherfucker. Like, he he has some tracks. He had a lot of music, and it was like when they was doing. I'm trying to think what was the difference maker in there. Uh, Snoop Dogg song "What's My Name," like you know the original song. What's my name by Snoop? That's the one with Snoop Dogg. Yeah, that one. Yeah, and that one against DMX song. His is called "What's My Name." When he's spelling out his name, D M X. Oh, yeah. Okay. When they play, I think they started it off with that. They might have started off with that, but that just show you like, in this like, it might seem like a little different, but the placement they had, just the song for song, like based off the songs against each other, it it was still pretty close. But I think D M X only won by like one or two songs. Like he barely won, but it was just something fun to watch because they're doing it live on Instagram. And they was actually Snoop was performing all his songs. DMX and got a little bit of weight on him, so he is out of breath. But mm-hmm. when he got to the, I don't, you remember the song with Drew Hill when he get the naming off all the women? I think so. Yeah, when it like when he was like about three Kims, Brenda, Teresha, and all this shit. He named off every single woman. It was like fifty women, dog. It was just good to see that after all like the drugs and stuff he did. So it is pretty uh, a pretty good dope battle that they had. But this next one they have is Rick Ross versus Two Chains. That one is going to be August fifth or sixth. So next week, who you think will win that one? I think Two Chains. Uh, yeah, Rick Ross just kind of says the same shit all the time. You got to hear some of Ross first shit though, bro. I like I'm I'm a I'm a diehard Rick Ross fan, but I feel I like. With two chains, he's more of a 
like trap music. He, he should go against somebody like Two Chains. On he's not the best lyricist, lyricist, but with his hooks, all the the hooks and the beats. That's yeah. a different kind of genius, man. Yeah, but he should go against somebody like maybe Future or somebody. Yeah, because you know, like they all about the beating the hooks and stuff. So I, I look forward to this one. Like I said, it's on Friday or Saturday. Ross versus Two Chains. But um, yeah, that that should definitely be a good one. So how does this? How, how does this? The score? Do they people vote or yeah, is it so like the crowd at the show? That's... They got they got the whole Instagram thing going on, but then they have they got the both of the DJs there. So I want to say they just vote pretty much after it, but they just looking at all the comments and shit. Mm. So they just looking at it, seeing who name pop up the most and whoever it is, or maybe even with the artist, sometimes they might nah, your shit way better than this one. I, you got it. That's how Snoop and DMX was doing it. And they're just going off like, as soon as the beat drop, the people that's there, like I said, the DJs, and I want to say they bring like two or three of their friends, like whoever get the bigger reaction was the one who won it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that, that was a, a pretty good one. So um, let's get into the based on a true story segment. And with this segment, I, I was saying it's called, it's about when I did martial arts pretty much in the Marine Corps, we call it McMap. It's called Marine Corps Martial Arts Program. And what they pretty much teach us is once we, while we're going through boot camp, they're teaching us like hand-to-hand -hand combat, the knife, the knife techniques, um, what else they show us? Like the wrist control and all, you know all about that, the wrist control and all oh, that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they, they taught us all about that. Out of all that, my favorite move, my favorite MMA move is the side choke. I always, the reason why is because like once I start to working out, my shoulders and my arms get biggest. And I feel like you got to pretty much have some, some yeah, traps. I suck at that choke. I'm t I hate it. I can get the position, but I can never finish it because I just don't, I'm skinny. So it's like, like so what, you, you got to like push up on it, right? Or is it kind of smasher? So when you get their arm over and then you push your, your head over to their side and then get her as an arm trying to choke. It's the same oh. thing. Like, well, this arm is what cuts off the blood, and then your shoulder has to be into this side of the neck. Mm -hmm. And I can never just really get it just right. I end up just cranking the shit out of it and end up probably just go to mount and finish arm bar or something. But yeah, it's not my move. I don't have the shoulders for it. So yeah. uh, I can see why I was a little thicker, I could do it. Yeah, that that's my shit though. But I just wanted to tell you a little story about one of the one of the younger dudes, so was I where was I at, at the time? This was my last duty station. I was in Camp Pendleton, California. I had a, a younger dude in my I was a was I a sergeant at the time? Yeah, I was a sergeant at the time. So I had one of my younger dudes, he just he just came into the military about two or three years ago. I'm on my way out the door. And when it comes to McMap, depending on the belt, I, we go from gray belt to black belt. And I was a green belt at the time. So, like, that's you right. You start out a green belt? You said what? You start out a green belt? No, you start out with gray. Oh. No, tan belt. You start out tan, gray, green, brown, then oh. black. And then you could get your tabs and stuff. But, like I said, once I got to the – what changed when I got to the green belt, you have to do the shoulder toss. And – I'm pretty sure you know what a shoulder toss is, but some people, I'm I'm, I'm like 6'1". Most of the people that was, it, it's hard like doing a shoulder toss because if the person too short, like they will flip your ass over too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if they too tall, like it takes too long, like you can fuck some shit up. But anyways, mm -hmm. when um 
I, I was in, I said, no, not North Carolina. I was in California at the time. So I had a, a younger dude. He came, I want to say he weighed like 150 when he came to my unit. But as he started, he started taking supplements and shit. He got up to like 220 on me. I was 205. So with him being a younger dude, he just had the confidence that he can like whoop my ass or some shit. So my, one of my higher ups used to tell him like, hey, whenever y'all want to do McMap, we can go do McMap so we can start training for these belts. And what we do is it's a game called King of the Ring. And it's pretty much we do it like the um, the instructor blows the whistle every minute. So you're just wrestling with you're wrestling trying to make the person tap, make them submit mm-hmm. within a minute. So finally, I think we both got like three people out the way. It was me and him. So it was just one of them days like I was just, I wasn't in a good mood, bro. And I, I was like, this ain't feel like hearing nobody talk shit to me. So this dude, like I said, he is kind of bigger than me. He tried to like go for my head, like trying to plunk me, try to push my head into the mat. And when he did it, he like tried to put me in a headlock. Mm-hmm. And when he did that, I just like pretty much just pushed up on him and went for the side choke. So once I had him in the side choke, I felt him like couldn't breathe and shit. So I let let go, try to restart. Anyways, we restart. I try to let him get a little position because at this point I'm like, this dude bigger than me, but he's he's still not strong. He just big for nothing. I put him in, I don't even like a reverse headlock. If I got his head right here. Yeah, like guillotine choke. Yeah, so I got him like this, and all I did just cranked a little bit. And I'm left-handed. I'm doing this with my right hand. I cranked a little bit, and his ass just went straight up in the air. Uh-huh. His head uh-huh. went just like that, right to the mat, bro. And when I look back, he's snoring. So I'm like, what the fuck? So <laughs> here come our instructor. Both instructors come over. They smacking him, smacking him. He wake up. He's like, oh, shit. Where am I? Like, where am I? And it was a chip tooth laying on the ground. So I'm checking my mouth. I'm like, damn, I ain't chipped a tooth. It was his tooth. So this dude, when, when I choked him out, he just went straight to sleep. But he ended up biting down on his teeth too hard. Uh, half of his tooth cracked. The other half of his tooth he swallowed. Damn. So that was just one of those moments that I was like, damn, I don't even – I couldn't even see myself doing, like, martial arts type of shit. Because them chokes be serious, man. Like, if you look at, like, one of my favorite referees is Herb Dean. But a lot of fights, Herb don't step in right on time as he should. Well, he got so much shit for that one fight where he stepped in all too early. Too early. It's gotta be, I wouldn't want to be a ref. That's hard. It is. Job. But it'd be like some of the fights I've seen with Herb. Like, oh, that last they, one was bad. They that, face oh. be red as shit, man. And it's like, damn, like, dude, you can't even, you ain't even stopping this fight, though. But yeah, that's just a little story I had of one of the little young dudes trying to test me and try to put him in his place. But I wanted to ask you, what what's one of your favorite wins that you have over your MMA career? Because I've seen a lot of your highlights. I've seen you kick people to sleep, punch them to sleep, all type of shit. But what's one of your favorite highlights? Uh, probably probably my kickboxing title fight uh, in last September because me and dude had beef. Like, we talked some mad shit to each other. I, I, he's not good, but he's champion. So I've been talking shit ever since then. And uh, – this the dude you called out last year? Yeah, yeah, oh. I called him out after my, after I won uh, my first pro fight. Okay, okay. And he didn't want to fight me in MMA because he knew he'd get smoked on the ground. Right. But, so I was like, okay, I'll go to kickboxing and fight you kickboxing. Mm-hmm. So, but we were talking mad shit to each other, and I made fun of this tattoo that he had on his back, and I said, and he used to train with the guy 
that uh, used to train at my gym and then like and made his own team. But I was like, he has the word hollow tattooed on his back because that's what the word swallow sounds like when Keith dicks in your mouth. <laughs> to which he responded with, look, you fucking spick. That tattoo was for my dead dad. Oh, shit. So I responded with, fuck your dad. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, no, it got bad. So yeah. then, like, years go by. I'm, I have different fights. He never was fighting in MMA. So uh, his mom's talking shit to me at Walmart. Different fights. I'm in their cage fight. I can hear, you motherfucker. Like, his mama. Well, I mean, come on. I did say some bad shit. Like, I understand. But, yeah, yeah, fuck him for saying that. And that was, that was my green light. So uh, <laughs> well, there was this one night where we uh, – his mom like jumped my ass after a fight and then like my girl was like stepping in between and then my friends came up while he was there and i was like this could be rectified and i was looking at him mm-hmm. and uh talking shit later on facebook and it was the only thing that stopped me from grabbing you by the throat with one hand and your mama by the ass with the other <laughs> was my friend stepping in <laughs> and I, it was just so the fight finally happens mm-hmm. we go and uh knock him out 28 seconds like bam, a head kick oh, like i don't even throw i do jiu-jitsu like hey, you suck <laughs> head kick yeah slept him 28 seconds he did not last one half of one minute did he even so, get a but hit? his mom his mom's at the fight holding his infant son i ko him and then she throws the baby on the floor she throws the baby on the floor rushes the cage and talks shit here comes his whole team blah, blah, blah. They, uh, then my team jumps in, we're like, bleach it clear, we're about to bang. They take me, take, I get my belt, I get out of the cage. I don't know interview. We get out of the cage, they barricade their locker room, and we get the fuck out of there. But it was wild. Damn. She threw the baby, bro. Yeah, that's, well, that, y'all made it too personal, man. I always wondered, like, I know, like, when you watch it on TV. You have to say that. Huh? I knew I'm wrong, too, but damn it. Yeah, y'all make it personal. He could, had he said, hey, man. I don't appreciate that joke. Like that was that tattoo means something. I would have said sorry. Right. I didn't know. But, but he came back with, "Look, you fucking spick," and I was like, "All right." He tried, to, he tried crazy. to piss you off. That's all it was. He tried to piss you off, but shit. As long as you made him pay for it. So another question I have for you: What is? Let me see. When you first decided to go into MMA, what like what what was your main purpose then? Like, did you want to just, was it always to like become like go to the next level or was of course. it? That kind of, and that, in, that got instilled to me as a, a football player. And like, that was like our school's like kind of chant, like what's the goal next level? And we always wanted, that was always it. Okay. Like, so, so what position you played in football? Um, I was mostly inside linebacker and also t- uh, I played a little bit of tight end and fullback on offense. Okay. Okay. You just felt like you said MMA was a lot better. Yeah, I just wasn't big enough to be a football player, especially the positions they had me running. That was just, you know. Yeah, that's how I, I was. I ran on. I didn't even know how to play. I ran pure ballistic. Tackled most with the ball. Like I had no, no kind of. They had me reading the hand signals, and I'm like. Uh, that was my main. Ah, be Mike over B. I was the Mike, so it's like I remember. I stand right here. Whatever y'all do. Get them. We suck. <laughs> oh shit. Um, so what else I have for you, man? Oh, I, I was gonna talk about TV shows, but you said you don't really watch it. I ain't. I can't even remember what the hell happened on the episode. But it's another show I watch. It's called Queen of the South. You heard of that? 
I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Yeah, check, I don't know if you're into like watching like people deal with the car sale and stuff like that. Yeah. If, if you want to see a TV show like that, that that's definitely one of those shows. They got a lot of people on there that, well, the main woman is, I mean, the main character is a lady. It's like Queen of the South. But she's pretty much, all she's doing is building the team to take over so she can do her thing with the cartel. But as you know, like this, like four seasons so far, every season or every episode, she got to deal with more shit. I mean, if it, if you was part of the cartel, like it's just the shit you got to deal with. But that's, that's definitely a good show if you want to, Watch some. Yeah. I know you don't watch that much TV anyway. Yeah, the only thing that I've seen lately is the floor is lava. What is now, it called? I want me and two of my teammates to go on that shit. It's on Netflix. What is it called? The floor is lava. The floor is lava. What's that about? But it's like the jumping on furniture game, but like a, with a legit course and actual water that you fall into. Like it's 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 badass. And it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Like three people go, and you got to get to like this other side of this room, climbing over all this crazy shit, and you can't fall into the water. And it's like pyramids, but you got to climb on some shit. Oh, one of the okay. I'll see what you're saying. Damn. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's on there. Okay, yeah, that's tight. All right, what else I had? Okay, movies. So you said you've seen Sonic recently? Yeah, yeah, my daughter, and that was like right before everything closed up for Corona. Me and my daughter went uh, to watch. The Sonic the Hedgehog, because that's been her shit since she was a baby, and I always love Sonic. Is Jim Carrey on there? Oh, man, yeah, and he's he's my goat as far as actors go. People sleep on Jim Carrey. No, like, they do, man. One of my favorite movies, Liar, Liar. Yeah, oh, dude, who, can, who could play that role? Like, yeah, that's better than Johnny Depp's entire career. Are you kidding yeah. me? He's yeah. like, the pen is blue. Dude, that shit is, that whole movie is funny. My favorite part was when he, he rolled over with the lady and she was like, so how was it? He was like, I had better shit. I had better. <laughs> I mean, shit, that, he had to be honest and stuff, but that, that movie. didn't lie. It's like, ah, you know. That's one of my favorite movies, Bond. So so how did you feel they did with the Sonic movie? I'm pretty well, sure. at first, I was really kind of against Jim Carrey being uh, Dr. Robotnik because, one, he's a fat guy, mm-hmm. and he's not really that animated, and... Like, but the way they set it up, though, it's like watching him become, go from Dr. Robotnik to become an Eggman, because he started, he works with the government and he's like a scientist, and then he like, goes crazy chasing Sonic because he found like this incredible power that he can like harvest from him. Like they 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 did it legit. Uh, by the end of the movie, I was like, all right, cool. So did they, um, Sonic? Did they have tails on there? No, but I saw. A thing on Facebook yesterday that had like Sonic and Tails, and they had a number two. So I was like, all right. And it kind of set up for that because at the end of the movie, I don't spoil it. But at the end of the movie, he like turns fully Eggman, like with the must, like, because at the beginning, he's like all clean shaven, he's got a nice little mustache, but at the end, he's fucking bald head, like, <laughs> mustache is crazy, and he's fucking Eggman. Like, I'm gonna, I gotta check it out because I ain't. Like me too. When I when I was younger, my favorite system was Sega at the time. Oh hell! It yeah. was Motor Combat and Sonic back back and forth. And then when they had Sonic and was it Knuckles? Is it Knuckles? Sonic and Knuckles, I think, is number three. Yeah, that was yeah, that was like the bigger game looking one. But that oh, was yeah. that fuck out of the, the the Sega Genesis like like it was a big one. Yeah. Uh, I got my daughter the uh, the plug and play Sega Genesis, and it's got like the first, it's got Sonic, Sonic Two, Sonic and Knuckles, and Sonic Spinball on it. 
That's the one like with like 20, 30 games on it. Yep. Yep. It's got Mortal Kombat's one, two, and three, and a bunch oh, of other just trying to get yeah, it. all kids, like the younger generation, everybody, they should go back and play those type of games. Like PlayStation, like as far as PlayStation and Xbox, they got the graphics and stuff, but Sega, all them games right there, them you know, some classic games like the Mortal Kombat and all that shit. Oh, I could yeah. sit there and play that shit for five days in a row. I didn't give a damn. Oh yeah, yeah. She was fucking me up. I'm just I'm terrible at video games. I have I have an Xbox, but it's for YouTube and all the other shit. Netflix. Like my parents got it for me for Christmas a few years ago, and I was like, "What am I gonna do with this?" You ain't played UFC on there? Nope. I, I might get the I might get the new one that's coming out. Yeah, I, I played like the demo. I'm I'm just not my shit, man. I'm like, hey, yeah, I'm gonna go punch punch back. Yeah, I feel you, but yeah, that that game is. I, I like the UFC games. They'd be a pretty. They'd be pretty fun. But uh, yeah, I'm not, I gotta check out that Sonic. I'm like, so I'm a big Jim Carrey fan. I just when I first saw the previews before they showed Jim Carrey, they're just showing how Sonic looked, and I was like, hey, man, look like Sonic. Oh, they 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 postponed the whole thing to make it better. Yeah, and that's what it was because I was wondering like what happened with that. Too fluffy, like he was like cuddly. Yeah, that shit was terrible. Um, so I mean, just got just got two more segments, bro. So with the We Are Woke segment, I wanted to talk about car notes. Now I, I've said this on I, when I was doing my audios for the the podcast. Now I'm doing the audios and the YouTube, but I just wanted to bring it back to people's attention. As far as car notes, that is one of the one of the biggest debts in America that we have. One of them is. The mortgage, a mortgage about, yeah. I want to say 65, 68% of Americans have a mortgage. So that's like automatic debt. But it's in a way, it's good debt because it's a, you're investing in the place that you plan on staying instead of. But as far as car notes, 35% of Americans have car, car notes, which might not seem like a lot. But when you think about 35%, it's big for every American. You feel me? So they say the average car note right now, like people are paying like 19000 for a car. Mm -hmm. so, um, I just wanted to say, if I'm not sure how you do it, but like I, I'm, I'm part of that percentage. I still owe a car note. I, I'll be paid off hopefully by the end of the year. But one, one thing that people should start thinking about doing is instead of spending – well, going to the car lot, getting the, the hottest car, they see like a Camaro or yeah. BMW and shit, you should start off with something light, like something that's going to get you to point A to point B. That's yeah, still that's look that's good. Car, Altima, like I got a Maxim. They they a, a good looking car. They last long, as long as you keep the maintenance up. But more people, we have to start spending our money more wisely, you feel me? Start um, saving. If you can save about two hundred fifty every month, that's yeah, five hundred every two months. Yeah, my math is off right now. Like five thousand a year. Six. Six thousand. Yeah, twelve year year. So twelve months. So six, if you can save six thousand in one year, if you could bump not bomb rides, but if you can just get a ride to work or get you um. Uber or whatever, just something yeah. small and save up for a year, then you can go back and get that car and pay it cash out. Or if you want to get a car for like 10000 instead of paying 10000 you only had to pay 4000 for the year, you feel me? Yeah. I just wanted to say that that a lot of people, we just need to 
focus on getting these car notes out the way because that's a lot of money. Like right now, my car note is four hundred. I can do a lot of shit right now with four hundred dollars if I have a car note. Yeah, that's my struggle right now. I've been thinking about it, but I'm like, ah, there's no really reason why my car runs fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, say it doesn't look bad. It's just I wanted a new one, but why? I'm just gonna spend money. I'm kind of saving for something else right now. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. Just um. Yeah, like even like I said, I, I just use this platform. If I talk about some shit, go back and tell your friends like, hey, y'all need to start fuck this car notes. Let's start saving up some money. And um, yeah, just go from there. Uh, the last part I had was the top five, and I'll let you pick. I always let my guests pick. I think you said the top five comedians. Yep. All right. So uh, who who was your top five comedians? Uh, let's see. Well, my number one is kind of a tie between Dave Chappelle or Chris Rock. Okay. Chris Rock, especially. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Chris Rock. I, I tie a lot of my references in life to Chris Rock comedy. Oh, okay. I have a Pootie Tang belt buckle. <laughs> I swear to God, I have a Pootie Tang belt buckle. Serious? That, that movie's funny as shit, man. That's my favorite movie of all time. I, I'll go get it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so you said... Um, Chris Rock? Chris yeah, Rock? Probably, yeah. Just with, with his whole style and the information that he also like snuck into his jokes, like he was he just really like a genius. Dave Chappelle, same thing. Dave, Dave Chappelle's just sillier. Oh yeah, most yeah. And then, so number three, Bill Burr. And then Bill Burr, that angry white guy yelling all the time, but he wrote for the Chappelle show. And he's a genius within himself. Right. Like he always played like the cop in the Chappelle show bits, like guy with the mustache. I'm trying to I can't I can't think of his face. I know his I know his name though. I yeah. just I can't I can't catch his face right now. And who else you said? Yeah. Who else did I say? Oh, Joby Diaz. He's most people know him from the longest yard. He's a fat guy, Tony in the longest yard. Laying on the ground, can of corn. Right, right, okay. I ain't damn. I ain't even know what his name was this whole time. Yeah, he's like Joe, one of Joe Rogan's best friends. He's the funniest motherfucker. Oh, his stories and just the way his whole thing, like East Coast guy. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I, I don't know. I, I could probably live on the East Coast with just my general. Man, you would love the East Coast. I'm yeah. not even around you. You would, you would definitely love the East Coast. You would love it. That's right. The people are a little meaner. I, I could, yeah, I could be there. <laughs> you would love that shit, bro. In Indiana, I'm an asshole. Was that who was it? Was that four or five? No, uh, that's four. Uh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan more for the podcast. His stand up, I do like it, mm-hmm. but I like him more as a person than as a comedian. Okay. Um, general I ideology. Episodes recently, but I, I heard something. What was he talking about? He was leaving the UFC. Uh, I mean, he's been talking about it for a while. He does. He definitely does a lot less. I don't. I don't know that if he's officially done yet. I know that he is not, he's exclusively on Spotify now and there's a big deal on that. He got a huge, huge payday for that. And then, I don't know, I still watch him on YouTube, so. So he just now got the Spotify? Yeah, exclusively. I don't think he's on iTunes no more. Oh, that's what, okay, got it. So the top five I had, I'll just start from the bottom for me. I, I like Chappelle, just based off. I, I like his stand up, but like the Chappelle show, that all that shit was golden. You feel me? He, he said a lot of stuff okay. on his show that 
people don't say like you you won't expect people to say that or oh, he couldn't make that show today yeah he did it was just so much stuff he said but it, a lot of stuff you can relate to in the show oh, too. oh resonated for sure yeah so Chappelle, kevin hart he he's still one of my all-time favorite but it's just based off his earlier work like the movies oh, yeah. he's in this movie called paper soldiers that's one of the funniest movies that most people don't even know about, but it's yeah, him. Yeah, I've never heard of him. Him and uh, Benny Siegel, a rapper from Philly. Paper Soldier? Yeah, Paper Soldier. That that movie is funny as hell. Um, yeah, once he had a, to hit him with the fire, I was kind of like, All right, I don't think he's writing his jokes anymore. I think he's got a team. What but is that? It? This, his first few specials, man. When he is, yeah, the, the Swinging his feet, like <laughs> yeah, them, them first two was funny as hell. Like how he talked about leaving his kids at the at the uh, where was he at the zoo? It's like you can't have a oh no, it was like you can't have attitude when you're swinging around baby shit. Right. Like, Fuck about you. Right. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, now I would say after the that the the whole situation with his wife, the little affair that he had and stuff like that. He, he's become more serious. Nothing wrong with that, but I just, I like the old school Kevin Hart. All that shit was like funny as hell. Oh, he's got the best work ethic in the whole game. Like that oh. guy working all the time. Him and The Rock are like nonstop, nonstop. Yeah. Uh, who else? I, um, Eddie Murphy. He, his, his comp, his stand up. I said I was a shorty listening to that when I was supposed to. But all that, and then just tying to like all his movies he had. I was oh, just, his! I think career-wise, I think he's the most successful comedian of all time. Eddie Murphy. He went from yeah, yeah, most definitely. He because he, like, uh, he was the voice of our childhood, really, with all the Shrek movies, and then like all like he did it first. I feel like, and then everybody kind of copied him with the dressing up like a bunch of different characters in the same movie, and this. That's how Martin, Martin and all of them got their ideas. Did you ever hear his reggae song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that dude, he's just a talented motherfucker. He had that and um, what's the one song? He had a song with Rick James too. It was you like a party all the time. That party I all the time. You said what? That one, I I didn't really like that one, but the reggae one, I was like, oh, yeah. you like the reggae one? Yeah, I mean, I like both, but yeah, that party all the time. It was just funny seeing him singing and shit. But now I like the reggae one too. Uh, who else I had? Yeah, Haunted motherfucker. Yeah. And um Richard Pryor. Now, now oh, he, yeah. he old school, but he just like I said, I, I just enjoyed all this stuff. Like I said, I was when I was a youngin, we had a VCR, so we had all Richard Pryor stuff. We had all his movies. I love this mob bits. It's about it's like, hey, it's a sticker. Yeah. And like, oh look at Richard got a gun. <laughs> he got some he got a whole bunch of funny shit. But my all-time favorite would probably be Bernie Mac. Oh yeah, yeah. He was. He's probably on my number. He's probably on my number six. Yeah, yeah. He's up there. It's crazy because he passed away at fifty, man. It's like yeah. I still try not to think about because, like, you know, they still got his TV show, Bernie Mac show, still come on. Oh, I've seen every single episode. That the whole I had to explain because my, my girlfriend at the time was watching. We, we watched them all over together. And mm-hmm. Then I had to explain to her like this all came from the original Kings of Comedy bit. Right. Like, like about his sister's kid. Yeah. <laughs> most most people didn't know that. And that's what I'm saying, like Kings of Comedy. If I, I ain't watched it for a couple of years, but like if I watch that today, like I'll be in tears. Like, oh, 
that everybody on there was funny as hell, but oh DL, DL, and that's why I don't fuck with Cat Williams because DL or Cat Williams ripped off DL Hughley. Like word for word in one of his bits. And I'm like, You're uh, this is a DL Hughley bit. He's talking okay. about Martha Stewart and like he's like they call it inside trading. Where I come from, we call it the hookup. Right. But he's trying to make tell it me something. Game. If you're my friend, you will. Cat right. Williams is the exact same one. He try to make it seem like he didn't know. That's why I'm, I'm not a really a big fan of him. But as far as like Bernie, Steve Harvey is funny. And um, who else was it? Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah, he funny as hell, man. But yeah, them was, yeah, that's five right there. Yeah, that was five. Okay. Actually, you know what? I might have to take a, next time I go to Chicago, I might just go visit Bernie Mac's grave just to, that'd be a cool thing. Man, I, yeah, that definitely would be dope. I just, like I said, it's just, it's crazy, man. Cause I was watching the Bernie Mac show the other day and he's like, this dude really gone. Man. Oh, America? Oh, could you imagine if he made a Corona episode? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Uh, like, America? All the stuff right now. Just wear the mask, America. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, before we got it, so how how you feel about that? You've been protecting yourself wearing your mask out in public? Yeah, I got a whole bunch of different ones that match all my crazy shit that I wear. Yeah. It's cool, man. I get it. It's not that crazy. And there was a, oh, we were watching Sanford and Son uh, yesterday. And it was like a little commercial on Nick at Night, and motherfucking, uh, he had a mask on, and he's like, oh, "I'm sick." And he's like, "Wear your mask." Like it's not that crazy. We just forgot. Exactly. Yeah. Um. The Planet. Fitness, I don't think they probably got it down there too. But the Planet Fitness here, as of Saturday, we gotta wear a mask in there and stuff. So my girl just bought me one of the little, the little Bane looking mask. Uh huh. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I don't like because she she a nurse, so she been bringing home like the little nurse ones that they got. But mm-hmm. I don't like going out in public with them. Dude, oh, not, I bet she's all, but she's like, make sure she probably on your ass about that, huh? Being a nurse every day, every even to walk to the car, she don't play about it. I mean, I understand. No, yeah. At the same time, it's just just being a man, and then like when like for me, it's just the military background. Marines yeah. always feel like they the hard asses. Which I feel like they the one of the toughest out of all the branches, but we just feel like we untouchable. Like when it rain and shit, I don't even I don't get umbrellas no more because like in the military we can't carry umbrellas. So I ain't had an umbrella since for like twenty fucking years. It seemed like now, but um, I I, I start taking it more serious when I start finding out like a few of my good people I uh, I met over the couple of years passed away from it. Yeah, so I'm more aware and taking more care of myself with that. A friend of mine uh that I grew up with, his mom died. And I was like, all right, well, maybe this ain't bullshit. It's, it's, it's dead ass serious about it. And it don't look like it's in, I thought it was going to be in soon, but I, I it's not looking like that right now. Yeah, no, I know. And that's where I'm kind of like, well, I guess I'll play this guitar a little bit. Not to worry about fighting right now. And I was um telling my brother, my youngest brother the day, like, this is the perfect time, like for you, like you being an MMA fighter, for you to be perfecting your craft, you know, you got time off. If you don't want to do that, find out what else you want to do. Like if you, you playing the guitar and all that stuff, start working on that or whatever, whatever you're doing, start working on something that's going to benefit you once shit get back to running normal. Oh yeah, no, definitely. And that's why I've been spending so much time breakdancing. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Sounds crazy. And everybody's like, what the fuck are you doing? But I'm like, yeah, but what I've learned about where to put my weight and how to move and how it's like, I'm just like do little slides everywhere I go, and like my feet did not move, like leave the ground. 
I can land a punch anywhere from this position because I'm anchored at this point. And you understand what I'm doing? Have you have you been thinking about like making videos of it? I yeah, uh, I just haven't gotten around to. I I got like four moves. Oh okay. So I gotta get like three more moves and then I'll do yeah, it. Yeah, most of them. But shit, like like for example, once you start figuring it out, just start putting the videos on there. Start throwing them on YouTube. You never know who might see it. They might need some break dance or something. Get you some little bread off of it. Because, you know, like, they'll yeah, pay you for it. It'd be fun. I want to go, like, treat it like fighting and actually go train somewhere. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, shit, do that. Classes. This, I said, this, move around. this is definitely the perfect time. <coughs> but, um. Add one little thing. I've been doing pirouettes and even, like, ballet type shit. And then the other day I was sparring and hit this spin kick, like, bam. Like, it just threw. And I was like, yes, ballet paid off. <laughs> like, the way the moonwalk has changed my life. Yeah, I'm yeah. moonwalk everywhere. Man, I used to try to moonwalk. My, I said, I'm, I'm too clumsy, man. I can't, I don't even attempt to do no shit like that no more. Uh, moonwalks and his Air Force ones. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, let me see. I'm trying to make sure. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got for today, bro. But um, yeah, I appreciate you coming on the show and stuff. Yeah, definitely, uh, dude. Thanks for having me. This was awesome. Yeah, no problem. So um, before we get out of here, I just wanted if you you had any um, businesses down in Indiana that you wanted to give a shout out to any of your training camps. Um, if people want to follow you on social media, I was gonna say if it's okay if anybody that watches this this episode on YouTube, if they have any questions for you, is it okay for them to contact you? If so, yeah, yeah, please do. I I yeah. love all of that. Trust me, it's way cooler for me than it is for you when you ask me questions. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> but, What's yeah, up? just hit me up on uh, really just search John Griffin MMA on everything. My my tag is the same, no H J O N G R I F F I N M M A. Okay, cool. Well, Every that. platform. I have a YouTube channel, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. Really need to start adding on my Facebook page. I haven't done that in a while. Oh yeah, definitely, bro. I said this. I know it's a lot of people that be wanna be having questions about MMA. Like I said, I don't. I just watch it because people be asking me, I'm like, I, I never did MMA, just that military stuff. But like, this is a different, this is the real world, the MMA world, you feel me? But um, yeah. yeah, so would you say that one more time, your 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 name on there? Oh, John Griffin MMA on Griffin, MMA. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, yeah, I've got them all. Um, and then my gym is 10th Planet, Indianapolis, uh, Circle City Martial Arts. Uh, 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu, or is it Bang Muay Thai? Uh, we're, we're an affiliate, you know, TJ Dillashaw and uh, Dwayne Ludwig's team. We're an affiliate from them. So anytime I want to go to Colorado and train, I can go up to HQ and train with TJ and Dwayne. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I haven't yet. I've only been here about a year. So. Right. <clears throat> but these guys were down for me when no one else was. Like, I was – I had kind of in the story about how I got with them. Like, I've been friends with one of, like, my, the main guy, Ian. Uh, we became friends on Facebook just randomly bullshitting about Planet Earth 2. But we had a fight in... That's the blonde-headed guy? Yeah. I remember him from when I went to your fight. I remember seeing him there. Oh, yeah, yeah. He fought that. He defended his title that night. That was a, He's a tough kid. He's That's a... Watch him. He's good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, same. Uh, and our whole team is full kids like that. Yes, vision, weight, weight class, I mean? Uh, no, he's 170. I see he look kind of big. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a thick boy. He got a booty. 
uh, no, we were well. He was fighting on the same card as me for King of the Cage in Detroit last year, and I had uh, my friend who trained with me, but he's a chef, so it's like I didn't have a real corner, and that, like he did his best, and I'm very appreciative of him for even coming because mm-hmm. it's a long drive to all the way to Detroit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Ian was there, and Coach Jay and Coach Ronez were there with him and they hopped in my corner and I, I've been loyal ever since. Like that's my team. But no one, I didn't, they barely knew me. I didn't pay him a dime and they, they were there for me. They saw the potential in you. Yeah. That's, that's, that's right or die. Like they won is a day one. Oh yeah. Most definitely. Okay. But yeah, one, once again, like I said, I want to appreciate you for coming on the show. Thank y'all for tuning in to the We're Woke podcast. My name is Demetrius Brooks. My guest, John Griffin, MMA fighter and legend. Y'all tune in to him. Uh, check his videos out on YouTube. Like I said he got videos of him kicking people head off, punching the head off. He done did everything. Champion. He done won. How many belts you done won? Um, four at amateur, one at pro. I'll, I'll get more. Yeah, five belts and counting. Like I said, a legend from Texas. Yep. All the yeah. way down here in Indiana, he's, he's a legend everywhere. So I said y'all get in tune with him. Once again, thank y'all for tuning in. Every week I have a different guest on. This was my first MMA guest. I went with him because I'm like a good guy, work with him, consider him a friend. So I said y'all y'all check him out, follow him on his Instagram, Snapchat, all that. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get out of here. Y'all um, tune in next week. Right on. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Thank you for having me. Yep.